This is Rush to Reason. You are going to shut your damn yapper and listen for a change because I got you pegged, sweetheart. You want to take the easy way out because you're scared. And you're scared because if you try and fail, there's only you to blame. Let me break this down for you. Life is scary. Get used to it. There are no magical fixes. With your host, John Rush. My advice to you is to do what your parents did. Get a job first. You haven't made everybody equal. You've made them the same, and there's a big difference. Let me tell you why you're here. You're here because you know something. What you know you can't explain, but you feel it. You felt it your entire life, that there's something wrong with the world. You don't know what it is, but it's there. It is this feeling that has brought you to me. Are you crazy? Am I? Or am I so sane that you just blew your mind? It's Rush to Reason, brought to you by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air, with your host, John Rush. All right, it is Monday. Happy Monday, everybody. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Myself, Wade, from... Premier Home Remodels with me as well. We'll get to Wade here in just a moment. Real quick, the impossible question of the day Friday was which actress won an Academy Award for her role in the movie Black Swan? That would be Natalie Portman. She won Best Actress for her role in Black Swan in 2010. Today's impossible question, answer this on the RushToReason.com website, name the only mammal capable of sustained flight. The only mammal capable of sustained flight. Wade, any thoughts? Hmm. This one I knew right off the bat, but I'm not very... You did? Yeah, but I I know, you know, how do you, how should I say this? I get enough of these that roll through where you kind of... You, you, you get the yeah, gist of it. Yeah, you get the gist of it. of it, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. And let me think about it. This one's not as hard as you think. I'll I'm give you trying a hint to overthink the, it, I'll, I'll probably. Give you a, I'll give you a hint at the break, so... Got it. Anyways, uh, again, we we do have Wade from Premier Home re, re, uh, Remodels with us, and we were talking before we came on. You know, not to tell everybody what to do, because that is not my goal here, but given what time of the year we're in, knowing when winter's coming, which for us typically starts to get cooler at night and such, middle to the end of October, if there's some things that you're looking at doing on a remodel that involve opening up an outside wall, and you would agree, I think, if you're going to do that, now's the time. Yeah, I mean, just from a inclement weather perspective you know we want to stay away from that as much as i can if if there's a hole in the outside of your house so so really it kind of makes sense to um try to get those projects done asap and and that's everything john from from you know exterior uh living spaces to additions to even a larger window or door out to the backyard. Those are the things that we really want to think about now before the weather starts to turn. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Any kind of outdoor space remodel, you're looking at changing, gosh, any even even like, you know, daylighting window wells and doing some outside work that way where you, again, you may have something open for X amount of time, mm-hmm. you know, now's the time to get those things done so you're not fighting with, you know, cold and drafts and so on when yep. that time comes. And I know that everybody's timeline can be a little different, but the other thing, Wade, and we talked about this as well, you know, you've got the ability through Kurt Rogers and some others to figure out, even if it's a financing thing, yes. where you still have, you know, 
things in the home you want to do. You may have some good equity sitting there. How do you tap into that? Well, you've got resources to help folks with that as well. Yeah, we've developed strategic partners and there's no better than Kurt Rogers when it comes to, um, to, you know, that type of partnership that we have to try to utilize the equity that folks have in their home in order to, to reinvest into the, and, and do the upgrades. And, um, really, especially in the economy right now, doing those type of value add projects is probably the greatest opportunity that they have in order to increase the value that they have in their home too. So the really what we're able to do too is we can do the pre-planning and whether it happens a month from now, the actual project completion happens a month from now, or it's something they want to get on the radar within six months let's start the process, you know, let's start the process, get the financing figured out with our partners like Kurt and uh, figure out how we're going to structure a project like this. Even if you want to wait six months, we're able to, we're able to then execute that when you're, when the, when the time's right and the money's in order. Yep. Again, these are things folks that Wade, Brian, the guys at Premier Home Remodels can help you with. You can find them at klzradio.com. Also, you can call them directly, which is what's the best line uh, to call? 303-718-1471. Putting that in my notes for today as well. 303-718-1471. And again, you may have thought about doing some of these things in the past, and you've just been putting it off for whatever reasons you know, may have come up. But you also know that, wait a minute, we've heard... John and others talk many times on the program about the value of the home. How do you keep that value? How do you maximize that? Even if down the road you're planning on moving, say, five, ten years from now, the things you do now, as long as they're done correctly, and you and I have talked about that a few times, Wade, not only here but on Fix-It Radio, but if done correctly, you're increasing the value of the home, not decreasing it. Absolutely. Like, and you're putting yourself not only in an increased value, but also even if you sit on the house forever, you're you're upgrading your house as you go, so that you don't have to do projects in the future in order to get it to the yeah, point. It's more where fun you to live to. in it. So, to, yeah, to so, yeah, enjoy. <laughs> I know it's part of I know it. it's <laughs> I know it's hard to think about outdoor living spaces when it's a hundred degrees it outside. Won't be forever. But, but, but we want to get these things done before the fall comes, which is the best plant time of, in my opinion, yeah. it's the best time of the year in and Colorado. Here in Colorado, we've yeah. got you know three four weeks of this at yes. best. This, yeah. this too will pass here yeah. shortly and. You'll be back into some of those, you know, mid-August, you know, later August months where, yeah, that's still a little warm, but it's not like it is yep. today. And, and then you can watch your football games on the porch at your outside TV. You know, and that's becoming like, a bigger like and bigger yeah, deal no, where huge. folks build yep. outside space that yep. way. No, we're, 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 we're uh, getting more and more inquiries regarding that, moving the indoors to the outdoors and having that transition time, especially when we don't – I come from the Midwest – we cannot open our door in the Midwest in the summer because you get attacked by mosquitoes. Right. Here, at least, we have we have a little bit of that in yes. uh, with the moisture that we've had. But really, for the most part, we don't and have to worry about be, bugs. Ours can be mitigated pretty yes. easily here, and we don't yeah. have to worry. We won't have to worry about that as much. And yeah. really, we can make those transitional. Uh, spaces from indoor to outdoor way, way well, easier. Well, we know living here, and I'm a native, there's a lot of times even in the winter months where we can have 60, 55, 60, 70 degree days where you've got things open up. You still can go mm-hmm. outside and enjoy some of that sunshine on Saturday, Sunday afternoons, especially those of you where, with Wade's help, you position it to where you catch some of those winter rays. Yep. 
in the right way to where you can face some things more southerly and get some of that exposure coming in in the yep. summer, in the winter months, rather. And by the way, that's opposite in the winter where you now have a little shade in the summer where you've got the nice sun in the winter. You get a little shade in the summer if you position things correctly, and that's where you guys can help yeah, out. Yeah, it's all pre-planning, like really. I mean, and getting a fresh set of eyes on your property to try to re-envision something yep. that you're not even thinking of is oftentimes worth the value of bringing us out anyway. Great so point. like if we're, you know, if we're able to, you know, give you an idea in terms of how we would, you know, we would do it if we were in your home, you know, well, that's, and the that's advantage a advantage you have is you've seen lots of projects, 100%. you know how they've yes. gone or not gone yep. or what could have been done or even homeowners comments once it's done saying, Oh, I wish we would have done X, Y, and Z uh-huh. once it's done. You have that experience totally. to throw that back into the project that, no offense, I don't have that either. Yep. We have like every, I have a lesson sheet from every single project that we do. And, and that just, that just feeds upon itself in terms of making, you know, growing with the process and making sure that uh, everything's taken care of so that the homeowners don't have to worry about it. Uh, I think everybody forgets even people that build really nice custom homes. Number one, there's no perfect home. Because mm-hmm. even when you're done with that, you think, oh, I wish we would have done this. Or I can see now where this isn't quite what we thought it would have been. And again, even, you know, and architects are great. Don't get me wrong. They do a great job. But they're not living in it when it's done. You almost need that hands-on that you guys provide mm-hmm. where you can take a plan but then maybe even modify and do some things differently because you've got the experience of being through this multiple times over to say, yeah, I probably would do this this way. Yeah, I have a perfect example. We were down in Sedalia the other uh, the other day, and the customer wanted to have a window, redo their kitchen, and they had an existing window out to um, out to their their um, deck that wrapped around with a beautiful view in the back and they didn't quite see right when I walked in I was like that's a beautiful place for a slider eventually if you want to open this kitchen up move it to the car and he goes you know I've thought about that but I didn't know how to do it and I was like well what we can do instead of instead of doing that right now Mm -hmm. you know we don't have to do that right now Let's just make a larger window opening so that eventually we can have a door go out, plan ahead, so that the door frame then can be in the position that it was in order for you to grow Mm -hmm. into the project rather Mm -hmm. than having to execute that. Because, you know, then when we do the deck on the outside, it's a lot easier to to, to do those projects. So, you know, those are the type of things that I'm thinking about constantly when I'm walking through projects. Things you can bring to the table. Right, exactly. Again, Wade, Premier Home Remodels, folks, 303-718-147. If you forget that, you can always go to klzradio.com. You can go to rushtoreason.com, Fix It Radio now as well. You name it, just go find him pretty much anywhere I am, Premier is as well, and it's that simple. Wade, as always, appreciate you guys. We've got some stuff going on at my place that I'll keep reporting back on as well. And oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna send it out on in, uh, I'm gonna send it out on social media too. Don't you worry about it. <laughs> All right. I'll hold you to it. Appreciate you very much, Wade. I mean that. Thank you guys for what you do very much. It's no, been a great you. partnership, and I yeah. appreciate it very much. So Us thank as well. you. You really, really, really is. Golden Eagle Financial is coming up next. Speaking of the financial end of things and how does this all work and how do you get to where you want to be financially speaking, that's where Al Smith comes into play, Golden Eagle Financial. Call Al today. It's an easy easy way to get a hold of him, 303-744-1128, or like Wade and the guys at Premier, just go to klzradio.com. Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial is the coach you must have to prepare your retirement for any contingency. For more than 30 years, Al has seen retirement plans interrupted by the need for long-term care. 
sudden unexpected emergencies, divorce, or many other things that can stop you from enjoying your retirement. Al Smith knows that there's a 50% chance that you'll need long-term care at some point during your retirement and a 25% chance that the care will be for longer than a year and a half. These statistics are why Al works so hard to make sure that you're prepared for whatever comes your way. Al also knows that people often don't consider these events until it's too late to overcome them. Be informed and prepared for a successful, enjoyable retirement. Use Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial. Don't wait any longer. Schedule a short introduction at klzradio.com slash money to strategize your retirement dream. Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Capital Management, LLC. A registered investment advisor, BCM and Golden Eagle Financial Limited are independent of each other. Insurance products and services are not offered through BCM, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents. All right. Uh, Roof Savers of Colorado coming up next. Dave Hart, by the way, anything you need when it comes to your roof, Dave can help you with that. doesn't matter what it is, whether it's a full replacement or repair of. Maybe you've got some damage. You need the insurance company involved. Whatever it is, call Dave first, not the insurance company. 303-710-6916. Summer hailstorms have returned with a bang, leaving roofs across the front range in need of repair or replacement. You need to know what options will be best for your home. Here at Roof Savers Colorado, we pride ourselves in helping homeowners maintain their roofs through hail or shine. We work with any insurance company to get your damaged roof the replacement it needs. However, if you are looking to get more life out of your current roof, we also offer a 100% plant-based rejuvenation treatment that gives new roof performance without all the new roof costs. With over 20 plus years of roofing experience, we believe in helping you determine the right solution for your situation and through every season. If you think your roof has been a victim of hail, contact us to set up your free inspection and receive an honest evaluation about the condition of your roof. Call today at 303-710-6916. That's 303-710-6916. Or go to RoofSaversCO.com to keep a durable roof over your head. God. Country. Reason. Now back to John Rush. All right, we are back. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. And appreciate Wade, by the way, being with us again from Premier Home Remodels. And again, like... All of our sponsors, I, I can say this confidently, they believe in what we do here. It's not just because they want to service you and have you guys as customers, but they also believe in the message and the things that we do here and want to be a part of that as well. So I say it all the time, and I mean it. Do business with individuals that are like-minded. Yes, there's a lot of choices out there for folks that you can do business with. Rarely, if ever, do you find one that is as like-minded as you are. And in the case of Premier especially, yes, they are very much like-minded like we are. They believe in what we do here. It's a reason why they're a part of what we do, and they want to take care of you as well. Speaking of that, if you like listening to us on Terrestrial Radio, AM, AM 560. Yes, we're on FM as well, 100.7. But if you like what you hear here, as you guys know, there's been some talk in the, you know, in, in D.C., in the Senate especially, There's actually a Senate Commerce Committee meeting that I believe is going on this week that is going to talk about AM radio for every vehicle. And there's an act that they're trying to push through whereby manufacturers would have to make AM radio. There's some today that don't have AM radio. A lot of 
vehicles out there don't today. Not as many that do, but there are some that don't. So there is a meeting this week to talk about that very act. And as much as you guys know I'm not a big government intervention guy, I also know that AM radio is, in my opinion, important not only to the lifeblood of the conservative end of things in this country. There's conservative radio on FM, I get it, but it's more music, and you know the drill there. We also, though, use AM radio for a lot of other things, emergency broadcasts, you know, sending, sending certain things out in a time of need. AM has a much, much, much farther reach than FM. If you don't believe me or you want to know more about that, just go look it up or call Charlie. He can explain. That's his, that's his gig. It's what he does. AM has a much bigger reach. And certain stations for all of these years have had signal, I make sure I explain this right, Charlie, but basically different signal strength according to their license based upon even that emergency readiness is probably the best way for me to say that. It's imperative for us as a country to keep it. Now, I also know that I am sure there are individuals inside of government and outside looking at the AM signal saying, wow, if that was freed up, look at the money we could make. I, Charlie, I have no idea what that band width is worth. What is it, from 540 all the way up to 1600 or so, 1620? Am I thinking correctly, roughly in that area? Uh, I guarantee you there are people looking at that entire bandwidth in every area of the country thinking, wow, what's the billions of dollars that's worth? And I'm not off in what I'm saying there, Charlie, am I? It's literally billions of dollars. It's big money. Yeah, Charlie, yeah, Charlie, I'm right. Charlie, you're right. I'm probably even off on that. Charlie's the hundreds of billions, probably. I mean, if you look at what happened when they sold the 800 Spectrum years ago that Nextel owned, which is all that all happened when they merged with Sprint and so on, but it was, Charlie, huge numbers they gained when they sold off that Spectrum back to the the public sector is what they ended up doing with it. It's a huge number, folks. And believe me, that's exactly what they're looking at. It's not just a anti-conservatism end of things, which I do think some of that comes into play. It's a money grab. It's a, here's this much money laying on the table. How can we capture that? And keep in mind, the power brokers out there that know that they'll have bits and pieces of that when they take care of the selling of they all realize there's money on the table as well. So this, in my opinion, is not just a let's end conservative radio because it won't end it. We'll shift over and things would happen and so on. But it would make things change dramatically in a lot of different areas. And then, of course, on top of that, everything I just said would also happen. It would change the scope of everything we're doing on that end of things. So right now there is a AM radio for every vehicle act going through. The Senate, I believe, this week will keep you abreast of how that goes. But you can contact your local representatives, Congress and the Senate both, and say, listen, we depend on AM radio for news, entertainment, the the critical safety information I talked about earlier. And as listeners, we need to stand united among this front and let them know this is what we're wanting now. I've talked to other politicians, interviewed them in the past. Form letters, 
they don't pay as much attention to as they do your phone call or your personal letter or email. They pay a lot more attention to you individually than they do a mass email letter coming back in or a mass form letter coming back in. Not that those don't have an effect, but your individual phone call or letter carries way more weight than even 10,000 on a form letter. And I've talked to them. I know this because that's what they'll tell you. That's how they look at it in their offices as well. So call them, inundate them, let them know, and that let them know that this is the side that you're on. All right, this month, ResumeBuilder.com, and I was trying to get a, a, a interview set up for this and just didn't get it all pieced together by today. They surveyed 750 full-time employees, which is not 75,000. I know it's only 750, but it's a fair number. And they surveyed employees that use ChatGPT on a weekly basis. Now, for those of you that don't know what ChatGPT is, you can go look it up. But it is AI, and it's a form of AI whereby you can ask it to do things for you. So you could ask it to you know, write me a report on blah, 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 blah. And it will go out. It, as in the computer, will go out, gather whatever that information is, compile it, and tell you what it is. Once that compilation is done, you can go in and make adjustments to it, change it, throw it away, do whatever you want to, or use it if you so desire. And it's becoming more and more popular. Some are completely against it. I'm not one of those, by the way. I'm one of those where everything has pros and cons. It depends on how it's used. I remember back when I was a kid, the calculators came out. For those of you that are as old as me, you'll remember when they came out, they were so expensive. Very few people could have a calculator. Charlie, I remember the little Texas instruments with the red letters on them. Those things first came out, they were a thousand bucks. And I'm not exaggerating when I say that. They were super expensive. And you compare that, Charlie, with inflation to today, it's like $5,000. It'd be like buying a full bore, all out bells and whistles computer today on a little calculator that all it did was do calculations. That's how much they were. And I remember people back then saying, oh, our kids won't know how to add anymore. This is going to replace all of their learning when it comes to how math works. Well, did it dumb some people down? Yes. Did it dumb everyone down? No. Again, it came back to how is it used? Now, I will also tell you that I use a calculator on almost a daily basis. It speeds up the process of determining certain things in a much, much faster way than, it, than we could have ever done doing it by hand. Do I still know how, how to do math by hand? Absolutely I do. Can I divide by hand? Yes. Can I subtract? All of that? Yes. Can I do it much faster with a calculator? <laughs> Absolutely I can. Now, like with anything, I, know, I need to know what formula to put into the calculator to even get the answer I want. So I still have to know math. It didn't take the thought process behind how math works for me to use the calculator, I still have to know what to do. Even when it comes to like division, what am I dividing into? How how does that work? Percentages, things along those lines. But I use calculators every day. Did it keep me from being a mathematician? Well, I'm not a mathematician, but you get where I'm coming from. Does it keep me from learning math? No. I still am learning it. Different things, calculations, and so on. So even back then, this whole Oh, that's going to be the death of math. It wasn't. In fact, I almost would say, Charlie, that it may have enhanced it to a certain degree because 
people are doing things with calculations now they never would have done by hand. They never would have known to do by hand. You can do that all now. Through, you, know, you, you look at a financial advisor like Al Smith and you look at the financial calculators that are in most phones today. Just turn your phone sideways and there's your financial calculator. And knowing how to use that and how to use it for formulas and so on, it's all right there. Things that you would have never been able to do in the past without spending thousands of dollars on a computer. It's all now in the palm of your hand. Has it taken away the ability to know how to do those inputs? No, of course not. I look at ChatGPT in a similar fashion. Is it going to replace certain things? Yes, it will. Is it going to replace everyone in the workplace? Of course not. So some of the findings that came out of this ResumeBuilder.com survey was 32% of full-time workers use ChatGPT on a weekly basis. That's a lot, folks. So almost a third of workers are using ChatGPT on a weekly basis. One in four say the tool saves them more than 10 hours a week. That's also a lot. 10 a week, two hours a day. That's a lot. 30% say the time savings allow them to start a second job or side hustle. Well, teach his own. 78% say it's helped them improve their work-life balance. Again, nothing wrong with that. There's a full result. We'll put this up in our show notes a little bit later tonight. But again, I'm not one that is against ChatGPT any way, shape, or form. I think it's a tool that can be used in a good way or a bad way. The same thing was said of the internet back in the day. Oh, it's, it's never going to work. Or all you're going end to up, end up finding on it is porn. Or, you know, here's all the bad. Well, there's a lot of good that comes out of the internet also. You can find the show notes that I just mentioned a moment ago tonight, later, on our own website. That's the internet. You can find out all sorts of good things about what goes on in the world today on the internet. Yes, you can find out everything bad as well. It's all there. It's a matter of how is it used. Is it used for good or is it used for bad? Anything, any tool can be that way. I look at ChatGPT as just that, a tool. I know a lot of folks out there disagree with me and hate it and think it's the Antichrist, and it's not. It's just another form of technology that will be used for good or for bad. Depends on the person using it. Probably the best way for me to say it. But in this particular survey, they're saying that it's a good thing, and what these workers are doing with it, it's turning out for the good, not the bad. So, we'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. High Five Plumbing is next. Anything you need when it comes to plumbing, give High Five a call today and keep this number handy, 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. High Five Plumbing will help you keep your basement flood free with the right sump pump solutions. High Five can save you from water damage and costly foundation repairs. A sump pump replacement isn't an expensive fix, but putting it off can lead to more expensive repairs like flooring, walls, and mold damage. Basement flooding can also lead to eroded foundations or even cause your house to shift. With increased rainfall, sometimes it's necessary to install a second pump to handle the extra water volume. It's hard to tell if the pump is working on your own, so have High Five come out and take a look for you. As a valued KLZ listener, you'll enjoy a waived service call fee and $50 off the repair for a $100 total discount. So call High Five today at 1-877-WE-HIGH-FIVE or go to klzradio.com slash plumbing to schedule your visit. Setbacks, no need to worry at all. I'll call High Five today. 
Michael Bailey Law, he is our mobile estate planner. Find out from Michael how you can get your estate in order today, 720-394-6887. If you don't use Michael Bailey, the mobile estate planner, the government will be happy to decide everything for you. It is up to you to dictate exactly what happens to your assets when you pass. Otherwise, a court will be happy to take care of it for you. They offer an easy 144-month estimated turnaround to sort out your assets. And in some cases, they can even draw your case out longer. Why would you want to put your family through the trauma of this kind of scenario and allow state probate courts and investigators to invade every aspect of their privacy? Doing things the right way now with Michael Bailey means that your dying wishes will be honored exactly as you intend. Completing a will with Michael Bailey means that your full estate will go to your family instead of a third or more going to pay legal fees to battle it out later. Let Michael Bailey give your family peace after your death by getting your affairs in order now. Get started by going to klzradio.com slash estate. A working business will be worth much more than the sum of its assets. You may think your equipment is worth some money, but you're probably wrong. Investors don't want to buy used equipment. They want to buy a working business. Selling a business that is operating smoothly will garner a much higher price than trying to auction off assets individually. A successful, profitable business should be able to keep operating long after you retire. John Rush can get you there in two years. He's done it with other clients. Get started now. Email john at rushtoreason.com. Now, back to Rush to Reason, brought to you by Absolute Electrical Plumbing, Heating, and Air. All right, we are back. Thanks for joining us today, by the way, on this fine Monday. A little warm today, but that is to be expected for the 24th of July. Still keep seeing all these reports of all these dire things going on across the country and just how hot it is. And I just think to myself, do people not know what summer is? I I look at some of the reports that some of these news agencies are giving, and it's like, yeah, it's July. What, What do you expect? Oh, it's 5 to 15 degrees hotter. No, it's not. It's July. So I know most of you are on my side on that, but some of you that are not, please go look at the real, the real data and find out actually what's going on when it comes to that. And don't believe the hype that the news media puts out. They'll do anything they possibly can to get a viewer a click, including lie. As in, my next story. Alex Brinson, who if you don't know who Alex is, he's a guy that's been huge on our side of the aisle when it comes to all things COVID. From the very beginning, through all the vaccines, to even now. I still don't understand why Alex isn't a conservative, because he continues to fight more for conservative things than he does liberal things, even though he's a liberal. Very much so. He is a hardcore liberal. No doubt, no denying that. Straight up. He will tell you that right off the bat. Although, like Kennedy... He's on our side fighting for a lot of the COVID end of things and the medical world and the whole mRNA treatments and so on. So he's very much on our side. And it's amazing to me that he's not one of us. He kind of is, but not fully. And and I've yet to figure out why. Case in point, he's got an article on his Substack out lately. The New York Times has lost its mind. And by mind, I mean principles and understanding of the First Amendment. 
This failure may not be news to you, but take, but take it easy on me. I worked there 10 years. Again, he is a lefty, folks. I almost got killed in Iraq for them. Yes, true. Don't ask the details. I'm having a tough time with this betrayal. He starts. You may have heard that Robert F. Kennedy Jr. testified yesterday at a congressional hearing about censorship. This was written July 21st, by the way, so just a few days ago. Friday, to be exact. But unless you read the New York Times, you probably didn't see how the Times, the world's most important newspaper, the outlet that sets the agenda for all non-conservative media, and I'd say he's pretty correct in saying that, wouldn't you, Charlie? The New York Times is kind of their go-to, as far as liberals go, I mean. It's their go-to. It's sort of their Fox News, I guess would probably be the way to say it, right, Charlie, in a way? Even though Fox may not be that for us, you get the drift. I barely know how to respond to this insanity. He's referring to what they said here. Despite the theater, the hearing raised thorny questions about free speech in a democratic society. Now, again, this is me talking, not Alex. We don't have a democratic society, but I'll leave that be. Is misinformation protected by the First Amendment? This is the New York Times speaking now. When is it appropriate for the federal government to seek to tamp down the spread of falsehoods? That was what the New York Times said about what Robert Kennedy was saying. Alex then goes on to say, I'll answer these two questions. Yes, misinformation is protected by the First Amendment. The government doesn't get to determine what facts are fit for Americans to know. I will agree with that all day long, and it's why you... Hear me here talk about conspiracy theories and the like, even dispelling a lot of them from our side because they're false. Does it mean those people shouldn't have the freedom to share them? Absolutely not. If they want to share crazy thoughts and ideas, more power to them. That's what the First Amendment protects. Always has, and I hope always will. Government doesn't get to decide what you say or don't say. That's why it's called free speech. If you don't like it, move somewhere else. You on the left, if you don't like it, move somewhere else. You don't have the right in this country to determine what people get to say or don't say, even if it's wrong. That is not your call, nor is it government's call. If they want to say it, they can say it. Yes, I know there's things about yelling fire in a crowded theater. That's not what he's talking about here, nor is it what I'm talking about. New York Times is talking about government squelching misinformation. First of all, who gets to determine what misinformation is? Who is the judge and jury on that? Some fact finder for Facebook? I hope not because they don't know anything. He says, number two, never, unless the falsehoods violate civil or criminal statutes such as laws against securities fraud, in that case they should be prosecuted or be subject to administrative sanction, after the fact and after court or administrative hearings that include constitutional protections for the defendants, not tamp down, whatever tamp down means. In other words, never. So what he's saying there is even when it comes to securities fraud, if it's determined they said things that were illegal and shouldn't have been said and it led people astray financially, fine, deal with it then. But you can't stop them from saying it in the first place. And I agree with that statement as well. 
you cannot have government controlling speech ever, or it will be a absolute utter disaster. So yet the New York Times is now on the verge of endorsing government censorship or at least saying that it shouldn't be dismissed, that its value is a thorny question. It, to me, it's not a question at all. He goes on to say, does the Times even remember what business it's in? Its guiding principle is that governments and companies do not determine what it writes. And that, aside from imminent national security risks, and I mean imminent, like the location of a terrorist bomb in Manhattan, it has an absolute right to publish without prior restraint. That used to be its guiding principle. He's talking about the Times here. Today, the Times prefers to be a quasi-official arm of the biomedical security state. Again, keep in mind, Alex is a liberal. Through and through. No doubting that. Read anything he's written outside of these topics, and you'll determine he's a liberal. It does make you wonder, though, when he starts looking at what his side is doing from all of the mandates in COVID, masks and vaccines and mRNA treatments and all of what has gone on there and is still going on, and he's 100% against it. He even sued Twitter for being blocked on it because they labeled what he was saying about COVID as misinformation. He sued him and won, by the way. So he, as a liberal, is even going after his own, which we've done that here. I have no problem going after someone on our side that's got it wrong. You guys hear me talk about that constantly, and I will not stop doing that. I'm not going to protect somebody just because there's an R next to their name. That's not how this works. If you're wrong, you're wrong. If you're right, you're right. And I've said that even on the other side. Alex is a liberal, and, I, and I'm, I'm on his side. He is correct. He's a liberal. I'm siding with him. Some of you would say, John, how can you do that? The guy is a liberal. He's a lefty. He's right. He's a thousand percent correct here. Government cannot be allowed to control speech ever. Individuals cannot control what someone else says. It's against the First Amendment, free speech. You have the right to say whatever you want to in the public square. If people don't like it, they can stop listening. They can call you a quack. They can say whatever they want to say. They can counter whatever you're saying. That's how our world used to work. Unfortunately, we've entered into an a and a day and age where if you don't like what somebody else is saying, you just censor them, shut them down, and they can no longer talk. Even if, by the way, they're correct. But if it goes against what you think or believe, just shut them down. That, that's the view of the left today. I wonder sometimes if that's not the view of the right, and we just don't know that we're doing it sometimes. I hope that's not the case, because our side needs to be championing, championing, however I want to say that, free speech. Rooting for it. Helping it. Even if we don't like what's being said, allowing it. It's why there's times where I'll cringe a little bit when... We don't like the way something is particularly done or when something is said or a particular movie comes out or, or, or. And our side has a big hit, a big, a big fit, I should say, over that hit. Well, <clears throat> we can do what we need to on our side to dispel that or to get rid of it. But the reality is if, it, if it's free speech, it's free speech. You may not like it, but it is what it is. 
You know, my old ho- my old co-host Dan Muir used to always say, and he is correct. The only free speech we have to protect is the is the speech we don't like. That's what the other side, by the way, doesn't seem to understand. I- I've said this before, and please bear with me here in, in, in how I explain this. And it's it is kind of hard to explain because you have to understand the world I grew up in. The world Charlie grew up in, a lot of you even grew up in. And that is the hardcore legalistic right side of the aisle of Christianity. Where the moral majority at one time wanted to shut down anything that was said that didn't go along with what they believed. That's what they thought. Even if it violated someone's free speech, they didn't care. They didn't want it said. That was their way of dealing with things. Well, the left is now the moral majority. I say that loosely because, no, they're not really as moral as the moral majority, but their tactics are becoming exactly what they hated with the moral majority, and they're doing the exact same thing. Shutting down anyone or anything that doesn't believe the way they do. And I'm not wrong in saying that's what the moral majority did, because it is what they did. I lived through that, so I know that full well. If there's, It's like Andy growing up in a liberal home. I grew up on that end of things. Now, my folks weren't that, but I grew up in that world. Charlie did as well. And believe you me, when I say they wanted to shut it down, they wanted to shut it down. If they could have, they would have. They didn't. It didn't work. They didn't accomplish it. But what I'm saying is the left is now the moral majority. They've taken over that role. Unfortunately, they've taken, they've taken over that role. Albeit good, bad, or otherwise, it is what it is. Now, they don't know they've even taken that over. <clears throat> they, they probably have no idea or don't even remember. A lot of the younger ones especially have no idea who the moral majority even is. If you mention that, they'd have to go look it up. They, they don't even know what I'm talking about. I'm not even sure... Alex Brinson probably does because he's old enough to remember it, but unless you're an older journalist, you don't even know what I just said. That term, Charlie probably went away, what, 15 years ago or more? Maybe even 20? It's been that long, literally. I'm not exaggerating when I say that. It's been that long. You know, the whole Jerry Falwell and that whole end of things, it, it, it just slowly went away. But it was very strong at one time. And I think a lot of you, Andy included, would agree the left has just moved into that position. And now, anything you don't agree with them on, they're just going to shut you down. They have become the new moral majority, other than they're not moral. I should probably add this disclaimer. Not saying everything the moral majority did was either. They had skeletons in their closet as well, which we've all learned since were. So I'm not saying they were quote-unquote moral either. That was their title. They were called the moral majority. And those of you that are old like me would remember all of what I just said. So that's my thought process on what Alex wrote in this whole free speech issue. The left hates it. They don't want to be challenged. They don't want to have to defend what they stand for. They don't want you being able to go out and find new ways of doing things and new truths and so on. No, no, no. It's either their way or no way. Much like the moral majority. So when I come back, I got a couple of things on free markets I want to play. 
Stay tuned for that. Absolute Electrical Plumbing, Heating, and Air is next. And they want to help you with, again, all of your HVAC and electrical needs. But don't forget the Quiet Cool System, which we still have cool enough nights right now even, even though it's hot 90, what is it right now, 98 or something I want to say right now as we speak. You can still get your house cooled off at night and help save money during the day by not running your air conditioning as long. Find them, Absolute Electrical Plumbing, Heating, and Air at klzradio.com. Your air conditioner is costing you a fortune, and Denver is the perfect climate for quiet, cool, attic, and whole house technology, so you can save money and enjoy a cool home. Absolute Electrical Plumbing, Heating, and Air is now your source for quiet, cool technology. With a quiet, cool, whole house or attic fan, you can use the cool evenings and mornings to your advantage by pulling the cool air in and pushing the hot air out giving you a lower baseline temperature to start with and ensuring that your expensive air conditioner isn't doing all the work. The U.S. Department of Energy calls quiet cool fans the most cost-efficient way to cool any home. Don't sweat your way through the summer this year or pay a fortune to run your air conditioner. Get a quiet cool attic or whole house fan installed with absolute electrical plumbing, heating, and air today. KLZ listeners can save $300 on a quiet cool installation. Just go to klzradio.com slash absolute and fill out the short form. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. KNR Home Transitions, two realtors for the price of one, and they would love to help you take the pain out of buying or selling a home. klzradio.com is where you find them. You're stuck. You need to sell that house. Inflation means a remodel is going to cost a fortune, and high interest rates means your price is spiraling by the day. KNR Home Transitions uses a revolutionary new service called ReUp to do it all for you. ReUp will remodel your home at no upfront cost and split the profit with you when the home sells. Think about it. Sure. You could remodel the place yourself, put in the work, hire and pay the contractors, clean the messes, and market it online yourself. But your time is valuable, and you don't have months to do it and foot the bill for the work up front. You want your place sold now and for what you feel it is worth. K&R knows your market. They know what sells, and they can be a one-stop shop so you can go about your life without worrying about the stress that comes with doing a remodel to sell. Get started now by going to klzradio.com home or call them at 720-437-8210. That's 720-437-8210. Premier Home Remodels, we just had Wade with us, by the way, here at the top of the hour, and uh, they want to help you with any remodel project you may have. And as we talk to Wade, if you've got something where opening up a outside wall window, something like that, will be needed, now is the time to do that. Don't want to do that in the middle of winter. KLZRadio.com is where you find them. Premier Home Remodels takes a comprehensive approach when remodeling your kitchen, helping you thoroughly plan your project from beginning to end. Premier will help guide you through the process of your remodel in order to bring your vision to life so you can design a kitchen that will create lasting memories for you and your family. They will take photos and measurements of your current kitchen, creating a 3D reconstruction of your design that is exactly what you want. Premier considers every detail of your kitchen for its functionality and to assure your complete satisfaction. They are focused on your dream kitchen with your bottom line in mind, providing an overall customer experience at a higher level than other companies. A kitchen remodel will bring your family and friends together through entertainment and gathering. Premier is offering a 4th of July special where you will get a free kitchen design for the month of July. 
a $1,000 value. So go to klzradio.com slash remodel today to get your free 3D kitchen design now. Live and local, back to Rush to Reason. All right, we are back. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Thanks for tuning in. Twitter, should have said this earlier, rebranded. Going through the process, doubt the bird will even last. It's now X, by the way. It's not Twitter. It's X. Now it is Twitter.com. But be looking for that to be rebranded and all of that change, which rightfully so. It's due. It's overdue. I think a lot of that is still affiliated with the old ownership and way of doing things, and it's been changed. It's not the same as it was, much to the surprise of a lot of conservatives, I think. And it's time. It's due. Now, that being said, I'm going to play something from Fran Drescher that's on Twitter. And I think I've got enough time to get both these in, as I've got one that I want to play right after this. I may not play all of this. You'll get the gist of what uh, Fran is having a conversation with Bernie, if that kind of tells you anything. So here we go trying to screw the workers. What is wrong with you people when greed and profit is at the expense of all things of true value? We have a problem because you can't, in the name of making money, destroy the planet, compromise humanity, and their ability to work. People need to work. They want to work. They need to have purpose in their life. Collapse of species. You know, it's like, are you kidding me? What is going on here? Are you touching on a million issues that we're working on every day? Yeah. Right now, we're seeing... Well, that's why I'm talking to you, Bernie. (laughs) 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 You are not happy, I think, from the... Mr. Iger, is that a name from Disney? Uh, you were not too happy with what he had to say, huh? There's a level of expectation that they have that is just not realistic. I and mean, he stuck his foot in it so bad that you notice they're not letting any of the other CEOs open their mouth. They... All right, I got to stop that. He didn't say anything, not that I agree with him, by the way, because he's a flaming liberal as well. He didn't say anything wrong. The expectations, and she's speaking on behalf, by the way, of the Writers Guild and all of what's going on with the strike in Hollywood and so on. And what he's basically saying is their expectations are too high. Sort of like the Casa Bonita workers that wrote the big long letter to Casa Bonita owners saying all of these demands that they wanted. Number one, you don't get to do that. If you want to put up the $40 million and the original $3 million to buy the place, so be it. You can demand whatever you want at that point. But you didn't do that. So shut up. And do your job and listen to what management has to say as far as what their opening is going to be and so on. Sorry, that's my 30-second take on what's going on at Casa Bonita. If you don't like it, go work somewhere else. There's plenty of open jobs out there, by the way. If you don't like Casa Bonita, go somewhere else. It's a free market. I would tell Fran the exact same thing. If these writers don't like what they're doing, go find something else. There's always ways to do something else to make money. If you don't like it, go do something else. I'll continue for a minute or two before I go to the next clip. He is sitting in his designer clothes, just got off his private jet at the billionaire's camp, telling us we're unrealistic when he's making $78,000 a day. Yes, he is. And there's nothing wrong with that, by the way. If that's what he's done and that's what he's earned and that's what somebody's willing to pay him 
to turn, which he's got a lot of work to do at Disney, as we talk about continually. Uh, if he's going to get things turned around and be rewarded for the things that he does, then so be it. Such is life. She goes on and keeps whining and whining about the difference in the pay between, you know, which is typical, the pay in what he's making and other CEOs make versus those people on the ground floor, I guess you could say, is what she's trying to say. I found another video that I thought sort of went along with this one I wanted to play. I think this one's under three minutes, so I should have the ability to play this pretty quick here, Charlie. Let me bring this up, and here we go, folks. Should not exist. I don't see... They said, sorry, you missed that very little first clip. Billionaires should not exist. Anyone could ever spend a billion dollars. It's not a necessity to have that much money. And I feel like there is a certain cap in which, like, you can completely survive and thrive with this amount of money. And then if you surpass that, you're just hoarding. And then we've seen what people with billions of dollars are doing with their money. They're going to space for fun. Like, clearly, if we tax those people properly, get their wealth, and distribute it to people who need it, that'd be a much better use than going to space for fun. When you look at a lot of billionaires who have gotten that way because of the just incredible amount of value they've given to society, I won't even talk about a huge, crazy billionaire. I'll talk about Jay-Z, who is a billionaire. He made amazing music. That's how he became a billionaire. And so I don't think it's the government's job to interject and say, okay, you have too much, we need to give it away. I mean, it would also never happen in any other arena. No one's going to go, hey, Simone Biles, you have too many gold medals. We're going to take them from you, and we're going to give them to the other people who weren't as talented as you. I completely agree. I completely disagree. I feel like that is the government's job. And like you said, Jay-Z made his money from music. That's his labor. He's a musician. He's selling his talent. But then when he invested in the alcohol then he's using other people who are harvesting the wheat the agave they're ba- breaking their back they're using their labor so do you think that but you shouldn't invest in those people should they just like say the hell with your dreams i'm not going to invest in you I'm, I'm what, saying, what about the job like, what do you they're, mean they're having jobs yeah but how much are they getting paid for the jobs all oh, those jobs in the third world where they're getting made pennies yeah, and then jay-z no makes job. millions off their labor how many people how, how much do you pay your employees you think, you think harvesting isn't going to exist if jay-z <laughs> doesn't invest if I, if I may interject i pay my employees like incredibly well and i let them choose their own hours someone who works for me is a single mother i pay her 50 bucks an hour and i think that people that are providing jobs and opportunities you can hate on them all you want, but at the end of the day, like nobody would work that job if it wasn't in some way, shape, or form worth it. People who make a billion dollars get a fraction of the value they create. Everybody here who has a business understands that. Even Jay-Z only gets 15 cents a record he sells. Okay? Yes. That's so, because he got exploited by the record label who's using his label no, the, to make money. The same you thing keep using this word exploiting like you understand the record business of which I'm in. Okay? Record labels back hundreds of artists. Do you know how many go busto? Yeah. Okay? They're taking risk in an artist by the tapes, paying the engineers, marketing, etc. They're exploiting them. They're taking on a bet. And they can't just give everybody 50-50. They'll go bankrupt. You don't understand the record business and you're just yelling out these words exploiting like you know what you're talking about. All right, I'll leave it at that. I think that guy did a really great job of explaining how things work and why some of those make more than others. I'll leave it at that. American National Insurance is next, folks. Paul Lewinberger, anything you need insurance-wise, give my good friend Paul a call, 303-662-0789. Paul Lewinberger will teach you how to pay for home insurance the right way, saving money on premiums while protecting yourself from catastrophic costs in the future. 
American National Insurance keeps premiums low by attracting clients who choose to self-insure the small stuff. Most people don't understand basic economics, so they file claims all the time, driving up the cost of insurance year after year. You listen to Rush to Reason, so you probably have a better head on your shoulders, financially speaking, than the average homeowner. Still, you can learn new strategies from Paul Lewinberger to practice responsible money management. The smartest homeowners only file claims in emergencies, opting to pay out-of-pocket for everyday expenses. Personal responsibility benefits everyone, enabling you to afford total loss coverage. Call John's personal insurance agent, Paul Lewinberger, with American National Insurance for details about his one-of-a-kind rebate program, 303-662-0789. The best export we have is common sense. You're listening to Rush to Reason. All right, we will come back in a moment and talk to Doug Kelly, CEO of American Edge, and kind of go along the same theme of what I talked about a moment ago when it comes to companies and money and so on. And he's going to talk about the FTC, the Federal Trade Commission, and their whole position on this Microsoft purchase of video game publisher Activision Blizzard. We'll get into that in just a moment. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. I'm 